Hi, Philip Lamel here, president of U.S. Term Limits, and you're listening to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. There was a time where, you know, India and China, they ruled trade. And I'm, I'm talking about like several thousand years ago when you would hear about the trade route and the spice route and, you know, how a lot of Indian businesses, you know, would actually go ahead and be very, very influential. And of course, then whatever happened, you know, there was, you know, the entire uh, imperial rule that came and, and India kind of got beaten down. And then maybe, you know, we got our independence in 47. Post that, we didn't really have uh, access to some of the stuff that we should have had and the economy was slow in opening up. But I think what is happening now is that, the economy is completely on fire. And now, a word from our sponsor, High Rise Capital. High Rise Capital is a boutique commercial real estate investment firm that helps high income professionals, high net worth individuals, and family offices obtain above average returns with reduced volatility and tax efficiency from high quality commercial real estate investments. High Rise Capital helps clients achieve meaningful investment returns, generate multiple streams of income, and participate in investments that enhance lives and provide a tangible societal benefit. To learn more about High Rise Capital, please visit their website and download their free ebook, More Doors, More Profits, both of which you can find in the show notes. Thank you. Hey guys. Hi, Grandma. This is Adam Carswell, and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we bring next-level talent to the light. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, how are we doing today? My name is Adam Carswell, and I am joined by Gaurav Bhagat. GB, as he likes to go by, is a sales trainer and coach and the founder of GBA, which is the licensee for Grant Cardone Education in India. He was born in Calcutta, raised in Delhi, and now lives in Delhi. We've had a fantastic conversation leading up to this moment. So, Gaurav, again, thank you for investing your time with our viewers and listeners today. It's great to have you here. Any opening remarks for our listeners? Adam, thank you so much uh, you know, for having me here. And it is uh, an honor and a pleasure. And I know we connected uh, just a few days ago, and I love the speed and you know the pace with which you move and how you're like, we need to do this. And I'm just so honored uh, to be here. And uh, yeah, again, thank you so much for having me here, firstly. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for recognizing that. I think speed is such a, a powerful tool when used right. And, um, you know, so guys, Grob and I, we met in the Grant Cardone Clubhouse not too long ago. We could say, you know, indirectly, Uncle G introduced us to each other. He's like, go follow Grob. He's the man in India. And there's actually a lot of cool things about India that we definitely wanted to talk about here today, but some more context for you. We followed up. I'm a firm believer in this now. If you haven't you know, got the Clubhouse app yet, or if, when you get a chance to, because you might be an Android user, I don't know. It's driving insane traffic, in my opinion, to Instagram. And I think that Instagram is definitely going to become a more powerful tool from a business perspective than it probably ever has been before because of Clubhouse. And yeah, I mean, that's, again, that's where Grav and I connected. I saw as soon as, again, as we connected, he's doing big things with his show and he's training and he's moving around the world. And you can see he's got the 10X pin on right there. And also really what captivated me about and wanting to reach out to him was Grant was saying some very interesting things about the future of the Indian economy. And I had heard that before him saying it, but it was just reiterated at the right time. I'm like, yo, we got to go deeper on this because I think there's a lot of 
treasure for the future hiding in India that most of us aren't aware of. So any fill in the blank moments for you? Yeah, there, like, no, 100%. And um, it was it was just crazy. And I've been uh, introduced to Clubhouse relatively recently. Like I think I joined in the first week of January where, you know, another fellow licensee sent me an invite. And I said, interesting, let me check it out. And once I got in there, I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, how come, you know, we hadn't heard of this before or how come, you know, we haven't really got engaged. And it was almost, and they're doing everything so right on Clubhouse, right? So they're making it elitist. Uh, you know, it's, it's almost like, you know, where the intelligentsia hangs out. So where the cool, you know, coaches and the uh, the knowledge guys, you know, all hang out. So I think that's, they're playing it really well. I think it's crazy when people say, oh, you know, I can't get on Clubhouse because I don't have an Apple phone. I'm like, dude, like make the investment, like stop making excuses, make the <laughs> investment. This is where, you know, people are hanging out and like, oh, you know, we wait till it opens up for Android. I'm like, by the time it opens up for Android, it may not be, you know, as accessible. The room that you and I were in, right? It was the undercover billionaire room. There was 1,300 people, you know, managed to get our hands up and, you know, managed to get Grant to call me on. And of course, you know, he did throw me a lot of attention. And he said, 1,000 followers for GB until he gets those 1,000 followers. I'm not <laughs> answering the question. I'm like, oh my God, is this, is this real? Like, could this be happening? And of course, you know, that's why we connected and I follow you and you follow me back. I'm telling people, get on Clubhouse, like stop making excuses, right? It's important to be in the right rooms. And these are the rooms that you want to be in because this is where the magic's happening right now. So yeah, Clubhouse, like 100%, right? Like reach out <laughs> to Adam and myself and, and happy to send you some invites and, and get you in the right rooms. Yeah, yeah. Let's just do, do a quick plug for that too then. So your Clubhouse handle, can you share it real quick? I might even be able to punch it here in the in the uh -huh. chat. So it's, it's actually the same as my Insta handle and it's Gaurav underscore GBA. So G-A-U-R-A-V. And there's an underscore and GBA. So it's the same as my Insta handle. And uh, yeah, I'd love to connect. I think, uh, like I said, Grant got me like a thousand in eight minutes. And, that, and this is crazy, right? Most people don't get to a thousand in, in, in weeks. And uh, he did it in eight minutes. And I thought that was that was just, you know, so kind of him. Yeah, it's a powerful platform from, especially in someone in his shoes where you can give and just make a massive impact just by that moment right there. Like, as you mentioned, he got you a thousand followers in eight minutes. You said it was Garav underscore GBA. That is the one. one. Yeah. All right, guys. So yeah. we'll put that and, in and the... You see the offshoot of that is the interesting conversation that started, the conversation that started with you, the conversation that started with, you know, so many other people and they reached out and they said, Hey, if Granka don't trust you, right. Then we have our trust as well. You know, can we have some conversations? Can we you know, like do podcasts and can we do certain things? And people are sent out like business proposals. And I'm like, hey, we'll figure this out. But I appreciate, I appreciate what happened there. And I appreciate you reaching out as well, of course, and, and having this conversation. Yeah. And, and I definitely want to shift gears and talk about the future of the Indian economy. I have to say this about, again, about Clubhouse as well. So I have two phones and it started off where, you know, oh yeah, this is one's a personal phone, the other one's a work phone. And then what ends up happening over time is you just end up using them both. But this is what like blew my mind. I found this out yesterday about Clubhouse. And this is why, you know, some people are like, oh, I wonder who's behind it. Like the Clubhouse actually started Who's the technology. You know, my, my conspiracy theory is that I really do think somehow Facebook is related to this because I signed up when I first signed up to Clubhouse because I was skeptical like many people. I signed up with the phone number that I don't use that much because I'm like, all right, I don't want to get spammed, any of that. And I was on the app for like a month or so. And then my buddy in Belize, um, Nadir, you've been on the show before. I'll give him a shout out. Nadir Price, he doesn't have like a US phone number, but he has an iPad. I'm like, you got to check this out. Use my other phone number because I was a believer at this point. I don't care. You can use my other phone number and see if you can get on the app. And he got on the app with my other number. He's like, it sent you a verification code. Can you send it to me? I'm like, yeah, sure. I sent it over to him. And then I found out that 
he just logged into my account, but I never gave Clubhouse that other phone number. Right. And I'm oh. like, hold on. <laughs> the only way that that phone number would be out there is probably from my Instagram. So I'm right. like, all right, right, something's going on here. But <laughs> yeah. to me, that was enough writing on the wall. I mean, yeah, I feel like maybe my privacy got invaded a little bit, but it gave me enough confidence to be like, yeah, actually, this talk technology is definitely here, guys. I know some people think it's a, a trend or whatever, but buckle up. So, <laughs> yeah, one of them. So, yeah, um, Clubhouse, got, Clubhouse got you um, Uncle G. So you got Grand Cardone, uh, you know, in a conversation with him. So I guess uh, that was worth it. It was, yeah, exactly. You know, I guess if you want to steal my phone number, I, whatever. <laughs> and then actually speaking of, speaking of Uncle G, one more thing. Can you just kind of tell the story about how you guys first got connected? Because I think that was a pretty, pretty cool story. Yeah, as well. so uh, it was it was crazy, right? And uh, we signed up with uh, Grant Cardone for Cardone University. And this is going back uh, maybe a little over three years ago. And this is for another business I run. I, I also run one of Asia's largest, uh, you know, at least India's largest gifting companies, which is now making a lot of noise in Asia as well. And we signed up on Cardone U. And with the six licenses that we bought for our team, I also got the chance to come to Vegas and attend GrowthCon 2. And while I was there, I find out that Grant is going to be having a conversation with certain people for licensing. And I said, I have to be in on that meeting. And everyone said, it's impossible. It's never going to happen. The meeting sold out, da, 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 da. And then I reach out to Mike Bonnet and, and Mike is, is, you know, one of Grant's, uh, you know, like really, really good sales guys. And I said, Mike, you need to get me in in that meeting. And he's like, it's never going to happen, GB, but I'll see what I can do. But, you know, Mike being Mike, the resourceful guy. So I'm playing poker at the Mandalay Bay at 3 a.m. My phone rings. He's like, 6 a.m. tomorrow. This is the place you need to be there. And, you know, that's where I got in and Grant spoke and, uh, you know, he was very emotional and he spoke about his legacy and how he wants people to take his legacy around the world because he said, if I pass and, and one day we will all pass. He says, what happens if nobody knows me outside the US, Canada, Mexico, you know, who's going to take my legacy to run to rest of the world? And at that moment, I connected. I wasn't a coach or a trainer at the time, but I connected and I said, you know what, his content works. Uh, his content has done miracles for my business. My other company is a case study on Grant Cardone's website. So when you go to see the case studies in, in, in Cardone University, you see my gifting company, which is Consortium Gifts, and we have global contracts, and it was all thanks to Grant Cardone. So that's where it started. That's where we met, and the rest is history. Now, uh, two years plus, we've had his license for India, and it's been it's been insane. Yeah, as you speak, I'm like, all right, I, you know what? I got to pull up the 10x rule and just put that in the in the chat. We were talking about that before, before the call right. as well. Definitely a must-read. I would say just if you're in, I know this sounds kind of general or vague, but if you're in business, maybe even beyond that, if you're working, you should definitely check out this book. I mean, so many epiphanies in it. It's one of those books where you just got to read it, you know, once per year. And always go back to and read it again. You, you hit the nail on the head. You always go back and you read it because every time you go back to it, you're like, damn, you know, because you're in a different <laughs> space in your life. It just, you know, a different thing will resonate and you'd be like, okay, I need to do this. And uh, yeah, even Undercover Billionaire, right? So that's another thing that everyone's got to watch now because he's walking the talk. Like he may have written it 10 years ago in the book, but now he's walking the talk and, and that's so good to see. Yeah. And I know he's really pushing that out there right now. So let's go ahead and, and give him give him an ad as well. Uh, Undercover Billionaire on the Discovery Plus app, right? That is correct. Free that's to correct. download. And available in India, available around the world now. So uh, yeah, people should go ahead and, and pick it up and you know, like get the app and, and watch the show because... It's what you need today. And, and remember what he said, or he told me this on my podcast a couple of days ago. He said, you can be broke, okay, but you shouldn't be broken. And that was like, damn, you know, so, so yeah, that was, that's powerful. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, now let's, let's dig into the mind of GB and really what start by with what you know about the future of the Indian economy. You live there, you've seen the changes probably, especially I'd say over the past, you know, 30 years, almost anywhere around the world has gone through a lot of changes. 
want to give a quick shout out to my friend MC Lobsher, who hosts the Cashflow Ninja podcast. Go to cashflowninja.com, guys, and check that show out. Very powerful show. And he had someone on his show within the past year, and I was telling you this before the call. I can't remember who it was, but the, basically it was, in my opinion, someone who came across as very knowledgeable. And they're like, I'm telling you what, dark horse economy in the entire world right now, the one that everyone's sleeping on, no one's paying attention to. They got you know over a billion population, right? Something crazy like that is India, especially the Indian middle class. There is, and I think what, what we've heard is over the next 50 years, massive expectations as far as growth. So Kind of tell us where that information is coming from and the validity of it. You know, so 100%. And I think, you know, it's come back to a time. And if you go back to, to history and we go back to the past, all right, there was a time where, you know, India and China, they ruled trade. And I'm, I'm talking about like several thousand years ago when you would hear about the trade route and the spice route and, you know, how a lot of Indian businesses, you know, would actually go ahead and be very, very influential. And of course, then whatever happened, you know, there was, you know, the entire uh, imperial rule that came in, and India kind of got beaten down. And then maybe, you know, we got our independence in 47. Post that, we didn't really have uh, access to some of the stuff that we should have had and the economy was slow and opening up. But I think what is happening now is that the economy is completely on fire. Sure, COVID was a setback. Everyone's like, ha ha, you know, India's economy went down 29% during COVID. Yes, it did, but we're bouncing back. You know, our businesses are open. People are back at work. You know, there's action and there's activity. The amount of money that India is drawing in now in terms of investment. I mean, today, everyone's talking about the stock markets and there's this entire Wall Street versus Main Street. The amount of money that India has pulled in in the last seven months now, FII money, which is foreign institutional investor money, is insane. And and people would say, hey, you know what? This is quick money. This is going to come in and this is going to go out. This is the hedge funds. Hey, these are committed people who are not only betting on the stock market, but they're committing on businesses. Apple is moving manufacturing from China to India. We have a very, very proactive uh, government. We have uh, a very, very strong prime minister. And, you know, he uh, believes in, in moving forward irrespective of whatever's happening. So the India story is absolutely on fire. And you hit the nail on the head where you talk about a lot of interest coming in. And it is my belief, it is my belief that you know, now this is truly, you know, it's the start of the Indian decade, if not the Asian century. I think China and India have a big, big role to play. And it's possible that Europe might take a step back. And it's possible that it's India and China that's going to play a big role uh, as we move forward. And you're right, it's, it's a dark horse. Everyone looks at China, everyone looks at Thailand, everyone looks at, you know, the ASEAN countries, and they say, oh, India is like slow, and you know, India doesn't have what it takes. But there's a hungry bunch of people. I coach a lot of kids, I coach a lot of people who are coming out of college, I coach a lot of startup companies. These people are hungry. These people are hungry. And these people want to go out and, and just make it make it big. That's interesting. Did not know that about the manufacturing. And you really got to read between the lines. I was just looking at this chart or graph the other day with a friend of mine. I have to pull it up as soon as you said that. Let me make sure. Can you see the largest companies in the world? Yep. Is that what's showing up? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, you just said Apple is moving their manufacturing to India. Mm -hmm. So some might say the third largest company in the world behind Microsoft and then the Saudi Arabian oil company. So that's some major writing on the wall if Apple manufacturing is, is moving to India. Yeah, I, I think especially, you know, we we're talking about Clubhouse earlier with, with Apple. I do think that it's giving more people a reason to get on that, even on that their their phones, I guess you could say as well. So yeah, hey, and in your list, you had you had a lot of other companies in your list, and a lot of them have really large presence in India. Like Amazon came in and they acquired a company called Okay, where did Amazon? So Amazon just came in and they just they just basically came in and you know they put in so much money. Like I think uh, what Bezos did is he pumped in uh, seven billion, okay, US into Amazon India, and then uh, Walmart found that they were seven billion money. with a, seven billion with a B. Uh huh. 
7 billion okay. with a B. Just and then, and then Walmart figured that, hey, you know what? We're losing out. So they actually came in and then that's the acquisition. They bought out Flipkart. Flipkart was, you know, India's homegrown uh, e-com retailer. Oh, and they wow. went and put down uh, a couple of billion for, for Flipkart. And now Flipkart and Amazon are like, you know, head to head everywhere. And there's, there's big money coming in. There's big money coming in. Like Facebook has huge data centers. Microsoft's on your list as well. And Microsoft is, uh, of course, you know, got crazy facilities. Microsoft is a client of mine in both companies. So we do a lot of work with Microsoft. Your number one company over there was Saudi Aramco, right? And that's the number one company in the world in terms of market cap. And they're based out of Saudi Arabia. And they're having a conversation with India's largest company, which is Reliance. And they have committed, I think, if I'm not mistaken, 34 billion US. I think that's the commitment. Wow. It hasn't It hasn't come in yet. But Saudi Aramco is looking at 34 billion in Reliance and that's taken Reliance's market cap to becoming one of, well, Asia's biggest companies. I'm curious to know what, or at least what you think is the main reason why these companies are starting to invest major dollars into India. Like, is there, obviously the population is compelling. I'm sure maybe there's some resources that I'm not aware of, or I know it's a beautiful country as well. So what's the draw? Yeah, and that's a great question. And you know, it's always been... So people has always been a big draw, but that hasn't changed. Right? We've, we've always been a billion or a billion plus right? in terms of our population. And I think where it's actually changed is because now there is clarity in thought in terms of direction of the administration, right? In terms of, uh, you know, the uh, the policies, they're trying to make it easier. They're trying to make it easier for people to, you know, like do business, come into the country. I know it's, it's a work in progress. It's a slow, it's been a slow journey, but I think definitely ease of business is one. I think policies have been changing towards, uh, you know, hiring and firing, because I think that was a big bottleneck for the longest time. And I think that's changed uh, a lot in time. Um, they're trying to make it easier in terms of even Forex, uh, you know, coming in and out. And so capital controls has become, you know, easier as well. So I just think there's a lot of policy it's it's baby steps but we're getting there and it's not only now the middle class like everyone talks about the middle class and okay how there is you know this big middle class and you know we're going to be you know going out there and, and doing more than ever before yes and you know they have aspirations they have aspirations for growth they have aspirations to you know live a better life and they want you know the best from around the world and hence they want the brands they want the cars tesla is coming to india so tesla registered uh, in india uh, <laughs> last week Right. So they're just I'm, I'm coming to India, man. I don't... <laughs> you must, you must, right? Like I said, we, we need to do Goa and we need to do some of the you know happening hit places in Delhi. So Tesla registered last week and they're already talking to six different states and people are excited. Everyone's like, How the hell can I get one of those cars? You know, so there's money and there's a whole bunch of good stuff happening. So I just think we we're, we're making the right noises globally. I think uh, we have our PR in place. So the right, you know, even in, in the in the global press and public relations space, I think we're doing the right things and we're attracting the right attention. So India has often attracted attention for the wrong reasons. I think now we're finally getting attention for the right reasons. So that's one big reason as well. Nice. All right. Well, last kind of last question here, because I do want to just zone in on this one more time. Clearly, as we've discussed, there's a lot of opportunity and the opportunity that we're talking about sounds like, you know, big dollars, high, high barrier to entry, potentially. Where is the opportunity for, say, even someone in, in the middle class, either in the US or India, like where Where's the opportunity for someone who doesn't have a billion dollars to throw down <laughs> towards India? Where, where are you seeing that? You know, again, a fantastic question. And let's go back to like how our conversation started, right? It started on, on a social platform and we said, hey, you know, we're going to do this, you know, talk together and, and, and let's just see where it goes from there. So I think what people on both sides need to do. So people who are in India, who are looking to reach out abroad and, you know, people who are international in, in Canada, the States, you know, anywhere in the world, Europe are looking to reach out. I think everyone should try and identify 
uh, people who have similar interests, people that they can have conversations with. I always think that, and, and Grant would always say this as well, that you know it's the 80-20 rule. It's 80% people, 20% product or 20% service. You know, always focus on the relationships first. Always focus on first, you know, starting a conversation. I don't know if you read this one yet. <laughs> this is who, not how. There you go. <laughs> right. I've heard a lot about Dan Sullivan. I think I need to start reading. I start with that one as well. So it's about it's about relationships, about starting that conversation, and who knows where it's going to go. And and there aren't people who are looking for billion dollar bets. I mean, some of my biggest contracts in the states started with maybe doing like a hundred t-shirts for Facebook, right? And that's how it started. And today, that's gone into you can add you know a few zeros at the end of it because it's just <laughs> it's a relationship that's really grown, but it takes time. And I think uh, people are very willing to, A, of course, you know, welcome people into the country and then travel, you know, to other countries, have conversations and who knows the sky is the limit, right? But you just need to go out there and take some action. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's it. Very interesting. So really the, the summary is you can start small, start by taking small actions, whether it's on, as you mentioned on clubhouse, maybe visiting India and just going on a little vacation or familiarizing yourself with someone like GB. Love it. And then I guess now really the, the last one here is I just want to know what is like the Austin, Texas of India right now? What's the city where everyone's like, oh man, keep an, you know, keep an eye. Or you could say that even the state because Texas is booming. Right. Austin, right. you were in Miami too, which is also pretty compelling, but what's the Austin, Texas of, uh, of India? So I think currently it's it's the national capital region. So it's actually three cities that form, you know, so it's, it's New Delhi, you know, and it's Noida and it's Gurgaon. So it's like three cities which are kind of, you know, clubbed into the national capital region. Uh, they have great infrastructure. They have, uh, you know, a lot of space. So it's very, very roomy. And I haven't been to Austin, Texas. I have been to I have been to Dallas, Texas, though. But uh, but yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. So this is an area which is very hot. Microsoft has a big campus coming here. Amazon has a big campus coming here. Um, there's a lot of big guys coming here. Tesla may not come here though, but <laughs> I think Tesla is looking at you know also access to the sea routes and you know the ports. So this is up north. It's it's landlocked, but there's a lot of opportunity. A lot of opportunity. It's growing fast, and we've got the infrastructure and and the people in place to make it happen. I love it. Well, GB, I know I, I asked you this in advance. I hope you got an answer ready. If you had to give a shout out to one person that you've never given a shout out to before, who would that one person be? You know, believe it or not, but I just realized it's my wife. I mean, she's right now expecting me for dinner somewhere. It's, it's about 10, 15 p.m. in India at the moment. She's already at this place for dinner and she's patiently waiting. So my shout out would be to my wife, Murnalni, you know, who's, who's always been out there and, and supporting me a one, like 100% and, and more, right? So she's, she's my, uh, my superpower. I truly believe that. So my shout out would be to, to Murnalni. I love that. Really love awesome. that. Thank you for letting GB hang out with us. We, we appreciate it. All right. And then, you know, lap piece here too. One single best way for anyone to follow up and get in touch with you. What would that one way be? I think Instagram would be great. And again, like Clubhouse, it's Gaurav underscore GBA. And uh, I have a I have a growing following there, so that would be a good place. The email IDs and everything else is longer, so Instagram Gaurav underscore GBA, so G A U R A V underscore GBA. So that would right. be good. <laughs> Gaurav, well, thank you so much for investing your most valuable resource with us here today. Your time. Any uh, parting words for our viewers today? Adam, first of all, thank you for having me here, and I appreciate that. And of course, I think my parting advice is that um, don't get don't get beaten down. Don't suffer from, I mean, what is POA, right? So the paralysis of analysis, you know, just go ahead and do it. And, uh, you know, just be an action taker. Always be in motion. Even the small wins are great. Don't get bogged down by the noise negatively, like close out your ears and stay positive and stay in action. So I think that would be some advice that I'd like to give everyone who's listening in today. Love it. Nailed it. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers Interviews with the Future. We will catch you in the next episode. Remember, in all you think, say and do. Take it to the next level.
Thank you once again for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please drop a five-star rating and a review below. Take a screenshot of it and send it over to nextlevel at carswell.io. We have a present for you. We really appreciate you guys leaving those reviews because it really helps with the overall SEO and visibility of the show and allows us to continue to bring on high-quality guests. So once again, thank you, and remember, take it to the next level. Thank you.